The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Welcome, everybody. Moms, a couple of dads and uh, some kids, too, probably listening today. My name is Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, the channel for moms. I want to welcome all of our moms today, those listening on 94.7 The Word right here in Denver, as well as Faith Talk 99.5 in Little Rock and uh, Talk 1490 out of Southeast Alabama. So glad to have you on board. I hope you're tuning in for a particular reason today, like this show is meant for you. Maybe you face performance pressures in your life. Life as a mother at home or maybe at work outside of the home and maybe you feel like you're just never enough for people well stop believing that lie that uh, more is needed from you start believing there's more available to you from the God of the universe. Kristen Funston, she's a blogger and the author of More for Mom, is going to help you reset your habits. Stick around today because she's got some really good ideas for retraining your mom brain and getting to a place where you can live the life that you're called to live. Live out a happier life, one that's going to help your children even to get that better mom life. And we're going to get to her in just a moment. But first, a quick reminder, if you're looking to help your AC to work a little bit better, your swamp cooler as we're in the hot uh, summer months, you should check out the folks at Premier Mechanical. They're sponsors. We're very grateful for their sponsorship. Jared and his staff can come out and run a complete diagnosis on your AC or your swamp cooler for just 39 bucks. That's all it takes. They say no upselling, just options to help you repair or replace or get serviced, you know, for that air conditioner that might not be working up to, you know, standards. So find them at claimyourcomfort.com, claimyourcomfort.com. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about our author that was with us today. Kristen Funston um, is somebody who is a blogger for a lot of different places, including City Mom's blog, Today Parenting, Scary Mommy, and The Better Mom. And this is her first book, More for Moms, so I'm excited for her, actually. And uh, I think we may give a copy or two away on the show today, so stick around for that. Uh, welcome, Kristen, to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. I am just super jazzed to be here and talk to you all. Okay, good. So, so good. And I think you're going to be a blessing to moms today. I know... I don't know whether a mom's listening to this via podcast or whether she's listening to, you know, live on the radio or uh, sort of finding us somehow, some way, maybe a clip on YouTube. I, I know that there are moms that think I, I just can't do this anymore. I don't feel like I'm enough. I'm disappointed in myself. My kids are disappointed in me. My husband's disappointed in me. My friends are disappointed in me. My mom's judging me, whatever it is. And by the way, my mom listens, mom, I don't think you're judging me, <laughs> but um, whatever it is that you're struggling with, I think so many moms, they're in a unique population that is uniquely self-critical and, and feeling like they just have to be more and they're always exhausted and they should always be doing more things and they're always there's always too much on their calendar. And I think you're here to say, take a breath. I'm going to help you how to find out more spiritually and emotionally. You're going to help them reset some habits. So I'm excited and jazzed for you to do that today. So first, why don't we just talk about the difference between more from a mom? Because the front of your book, I'll hold it up for our Facebook audience today. The front of your book says more from a mom and from is crossed out and you've replaced it with more for mom. Talk about the difference between mm -hmm. that more from mom, which everybody wants and more for mom. Yep. 
Right. Well, you know, we're we're moms, and I'm just speaking on behalf of every mom I have ever met, at least, and myself. We're moms, and we are givers, and we want to help our people, whether it's our kids, our, our spouses, our coworkers, our friends. We want to give to them and be a blessing to people and help out. That we are just well, we're moms first off, but you know, we're women. Women are like this, just across the board um, as far as I'm concerned but you know in this world the world we live in will take and take and take and take for us and so sometimes we just come to a place where we have no more to give whether it is spiritually or emotionally physically you know in my own life um, I, I give to I give my money I give my energy my time my my thoughts all kinds of things I just give to people and at some point we get to a to a spot where there's nothing left to give and but I you know and I lived like that for a long time you know I lived from this place of depletion trying to give when I didn't have I had no business giving anything yeah you know what but, I'm gonna interrupt you to read a quote because I think a lot of moms uh-huh. are gonna identify with this quote I've read the book this one's actually straight from the PR page so I don't even know if this quotes in the book but you say <laughs> for a long time I lived my life from a place of depletion I was physically and emotionally tired all the time always feeling like someone was needing something from me and ultimately just in a state of constant unrest if you will and then you say when looking back I can see that I lived my life for so long from a transactional standpoint one that is very culturally based in our consumeristic world a life of giving and receiving like you give and then you're going to get something back and give and it's just this constant give and take instead of just resting and finding more and so I, I want you to kind of expand on that because I, I think so many moms do feel in that place of exhaustion and being tired and feeling like they, they can never be exactly who they want to be. And maybe they can't even pursue what they want to pursue because they feel bogged down. Now, by the way, I'm not putting down the duties of motherhood because I'll tell you what, I oh, think I, I, right, I think it's a glorious blessing to be a mom. I think our culture may, makes a mistake in, make, in, in making those tasks seem like they're completely mundane because they're not. You're raising up that next generation. That's not mundane. It can feel mundane, but it's not. So I'm not putting down those tasks, but they can tire you out. And they can make you feel like you're not doing all that you would like to be doing. Or maybe you're not all who you're meant to be. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And we'll like, just expand on what you were just saying. It is so easy in our day and age now. I'm not sure how it was for my mom and my grandmother and great-grandmothers. But I imagine now it is, you know, it is a lot harder because we can see what everybody else is doing. Right. You know, so when we are at home doing the dishes and doing the laundry and changing diapers or um, helping with homework, whatever it is, or just running carpool, you know, those things seem mundane because we can look on the social media and see, you know, our friend who just, uh, maybe they're going on this fabulous vacation or maybe they won an award or maybe, you know, they've done X, Y, and Z. And so it seems like, Everybody else is out doing something fabulous and great and grand while we're here at home, you know, changing diapers or whatever it is, you know. So I think it's really, it's really easy to fall into that trap. That's right. That and what we're doing is not 
you know, honor-worthy or, you know, God-honoring. Right. And you you purposely call this book More for Mom. And by the way, the whole title of the book is More for Mom, Living Your Whole and Holy Life. And you know what, Kristen? I actually got a theme song for you today. I searched. And I think it might be from the 1970s. So you might not even know this uh-huh. song. But I thought, I'm going to get a song to go for uh, with her theme of More for Mom. Here it is. Old school here on Channel Mom. I love it. <laughs> I think that's like a forty-year-old song. Yeah. Anyway, you can play that whenever you do an entrance to speak about your book. You can. You you have hey. my permission. Um, okay. I love so, it. It has a good jingle. <laughs> yes. I want you to talk about the mental games that moms play, and I love that you just put it out there because I think so many moms have an internal conversation going on that's negative and and you talk about this back and forth that we we face um, and and the, the need to finally lay that down and retrain our brains Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about retraining our brains and getting out of that rut in our brain that we've been you know traversing for so many years and just allowing ourselves to live in that dark rut that we really want to hop out of but it's kind of hard to get out of so you have steps for retraining our brain and you talk about this bouncing the ball back and forth between ourselves and and the words of our enemy and so can you just go for the next three or four minutes just telling moms how they can do that i think a lot of moms don't believe it i think they think this negative self-talk is always going to be here i cannot you know rebuild muscle memory you talk about that as well i can't build Mm -hmm. new muscle memory to do this differently to think differently can you talk about it yeah absolutely well in muscle memory the idea of muscle memory is based on the fact that like when we walk, um, if we had we had to train ourselves how to walk, or our parents helped us train how to do that. And now, now that we've been doing it for years, our muscles automatically contract, and they do it on their own without even thinking. And I honestly believe that we can. It's not going to be perfect every time, but we can get to where we train our brains to automatically go to a more whole and holy place, um, a place that honors God and the fruit of the Spirit that He offers us. And so, what I do is I. Um, I use Galatians 5, um, both 5, 19 through 21, which talks about the works of the flesh. You know, it discusses idolatry, jealousy, anger, um, envy, rivalry, things like that. But then right after that, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Uh, what else is there? Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so... I think we can train our brains. It's, a, it's not a quick process. I mean, maybe it could be for some, but overall, it's not a quick process. Well, what what process, what process? What process? What process is quick? The, the <laughs> there is process. no quick process. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just saying there's no quick yeah. process. And and let me just quickly right. interject. I think every mom would like to live like that: gentleness and patience and kind. Every mom. And so you're saying yeah. there is a way to live like that. Mm-hmm. Continue on. Yeah, so I, I have multiple steps in in my book. And first, I talk about how we have to identify triggers. We need to figure out what it is in our life that triggers us to put our mindsets in a more negative place, the place that lines up with the works of the flesh, you know, the jealousy, the envy, strife, things like that. Um, and so what happens right before our minds flip down that hood? to the works of the flesh. And so I talk about the game of keep away. If you remember when we were younger, we 
bounce the ball back and forth. Maybe somebody was in the middle. Um, if you were the person in the middle trying to get the ball from the other two players, you would look and see what they were about to do right before they threw the ball, right? If they yeah. stepped to the right, then you knew the ball was going to go to to your left if you're facing them. You know, you knew which direction it was going to be. If their hands were over their head, um, then you knew the ball was going to go up and over, like maybe in an arc, versus straight from the chest, like a line drive, if you will. So look what happens right before your mind is triggered to those negative mindsets. You know, if it's scrolling social media, if you know that if you see one more person on vacation while you're stuck at home, then... You know, scrolling social media might be your trigger. For me, a lot, I, I enjoy a clean home. Yeah. <laughs> and this, for some, this may be a silly example, but shoes in the middle of the floor are a trigger for me. You know, I get angry and I feel disrespected because I'm trying to keep a clean house, you know. What, so what happens right before my mind goes to that negative place? Well, then, Second, so first identifying triggers. Second is we need to meditate on what is good. What is good in each of those situations? You know, the friend who I'm jealous of who's on vacation, um, it is good that she has that opportunity. You know, maybe she works her uh, her tush off all the time, like six or seven days a week, and she finally gets a break. You know, it is good in the shoe example that my kids have shoes in a place that they feel comfortable throwing their shoes. So do we do that as, so, a, as a response? response to our trigger do we say do we go to that better thought that that good thought that positive thought in a response to our trigger or do we avoid our triggers and you only have about 20 seconds to answer this yeah well i think you could do both you know if you are triggered then you absolutely need to meditate on what is good you know sometimes we can't avoid our triggers so definitely meditate on what is good in that situation you just stop it's a it's kind of a stop drop and roll situation and just and, and i even say no out loud sometimes to thoughts i look like a crazy person in, in the shopping <laughs> market if i'm like no 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 i don't accept that thought i reject that thought there i am standing in you know in king supers which we is our grocery uh-huh. store here and i say those things out loud just to get rid of it i'm gonna um be right back with Kristen funston and her book more for mom living your whole and holy life and uh, we'll probably give a couple books away today Uh, So stick around for the next segment. But first, let me just ask you a question. Are you or your kids dealing with pain, allergies, digestive problems, thyroid or weight issues, maybe chronic illness even, or depression? Well, maybe you've tried everything and you just want to get to the root cause and finally find healing. Well, our friend, Dr. Kim Flegel, she's a naturopath. She can help you out. She's got 17 years of experience and she'll give you a free consultation at this number, 720-787-4937, 720-787-4937 or she's at livingwaterholistichealth.com. Moms, would you like to see your children be full of faith, courage, and strength? This summer, send them to Idrahaji, one of Colorado's oldest Christian camps. Over a week of Bible study, praise and worship, and incredible outdoor adventures, Idrahaji will equip your child to be strong and courageous in the face of fear. From rock climbing to horse rides, zip lines, and more, your child is sure to find an activity to enjoy. Camps are filling fast, so register now at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. The 
vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board with us with the author of More for Mom. And I do want to remind you, it's getting near to that point where you can't sign up for Camp Idrahaji anymore. So if you just really are hoping for that life-changing experience when it comes to faith for your kids, please consider sending them to Camp Idrahaji. They're at idrahaji.org, I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. You can sign them up this summer still. And uh, I have read so many testimonials of kids whose lives were really changed by that. And they really, they began to walk closer with God. It's right by my house. It's in a beautiful area, so I hope you'll check them out at idrahaji.org. Okay, we're back. And hey, if you'd like to, to get this book today, More for Mom, I'm not even going to ask for a donation today. I just want you to get the book. Call this number 303-873-1935 303-873-1935 We're giving away a couple of Kristen's books today, More for Mom, Living Your Whole and Holy Life. Maybe you want to give it to a mom you know as a gift. 303-873-1935 Okay, so let's get to this idea of you identify your triggers and then you speak positively and, and you're suggesting you can't always avoid those triggers but you can mm-hmm. decide to do like the, a turnabout and, and, and look positively on something can you really because there are moms I know today saying how on earth can I do that in the middle of a meltdown with my child in, in the middle of the mall where they're, they're freaking out and it's a trigger for me and then I feel like I'm a crappy mom and everything's wrong and my kid doesn't behave right you know what I mean like how if that's a trigger for them how can they suddenly talk positively in the middle of their child's <laughs> tantrum. You see what I'm saying? And I, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not disparaging your, your theories here. I'm just saying, uh, get a mom to that place where she can follow this protocol that you put out there, these steps. How can she do that? Right. Well, in that, that example, you know, I would just remove the whole situation from or the child from happening. But Honestly, like what it comes down to the fact that when we meditate on what is good, we are thinking about what is good. It doesn't mean we're feeling it. You know, it isn't always going to feel good. It's going to be hard. But um, meditating on what, what is good, just training our brains to think that way. And I believe that eventually the feelings and the, the peace and all that will come will come later. You know, but this is these are the first steps. You know, identifying the triggers. If you're in the moment, in in something, just start meditating on what is good. Because, like I said, it's not necessarily a feeling, but it's a thought process. Um, and, oh, go ahead. You have a couple more um, stages. And then I want to make sure that we don't end the show without getting um, to the chapter about, I'm trying to go into my notes about hold on sorry and I want to get to the other stages of retraining our brain but then you have a chapter on coming alive the come alive chapter and I cannot wait for moms to hear this part because I think every mom needs to hear this message but first why don't we finish out with the next two steps the first one is to identify your triggers then the second one is to meditate on what is good and the third tell them about the third yeah the third is tied really closely to meditating on what is good but it's giving the benefit of the doubt giving because most of the time our triggers are going to deal with another person 
because, um, you know, life would be easy if other people weren't a part of it, right? Yeah. Um, but we give the benefit of the doubt and just, you know, there are exceptions to the rule, but I believe most people are not trying to upset us, to make us jealous, or cause negative reactions with um, in us with whatever they've said or done. And I think... I think we should believe this about people. I think we give them of the, the benefit of the doubt. Um, and then lastly, the fourth step is to kill them with kindness. Um, and so, you know, just remembering that, you know, kindness is a, the fruit of the Spirit. And this is where we really act out on what God makes available. Yeah. I mean, this takes some of this takes some discipline. The, identifying the triggers, I think, is no problem. Every mom's going to be like, well, I know mm-hmm. what my triggers are. That That's <laughs> probably no problem. Going to that positive talk, a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But I think moms are getting used mm-hmm. to that because it's out there that we're supposed to, to kind of put the better words in front of us and scriptural words and, and, and truthful words and not the kind of lies we're believing in our head. Those other two, though, giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I was just dealing with an email this morning where I should have given the person the benefit of the doubt and I should have killed them with kindness now mind you i didn't write back in a non-kind way but but i but you're sort of um bringing it home for me today because i thought oh that would have been a situation where i should have given that person the benefit of the doubt and then killed them with kindness so so i do like those suggestions they're very practical and i and i hope moms can get something from that this is stuff they can pass on to their kids too by the way these are life lessons to develop these habits early on that they can give to their kids all right so let's talk about that come alive chapter here in the last couple minutes it, it's it, kind of an exciting call to action to live the lives as moms and as women that we really want to live with God and with God's help. It's it's Mm -hmm. the kind of thing like what they know they could be, but they're afraid that they can't. And, and you talk about um, the the replacing of fantasies and, and, and how you can put things in line so you can actually step into the life that you're called to live. Can you, can you expand on that? Yeah, well, I, truly believe that God has gifted us with certain skills, passions, and creative abilities, and I don't think he wants us to squander them away because, and this is air quotes, just because we're a mom. Yeah. Air quotes. Yeah. (laughs) Air quotes, yeah. Yeah. That is, yes, being a mother, especially one with younger children and in the teen years where they're still living in our homes, we are busy and distracted, but, you know, Motherhood, you know, our highest calling is to give God glory. And we do that through exercising those gifts and passions and creative abilities. Um, Because it's to our Father's glory that we we carry and we bear much fruit and we show what He has given to us. And so, yes, this can be done through motherhood, absolutely. But also, you know, there, for my, for me, I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to write books and speak to women. And so I, for me, it was, you know, the next step was writing a book, but I was just so worried about what I would have to sacrifice to do that or what it might take away from my kids um, or my husband or my job even, you know. So that, I think, what I would have to sacrifice 
was my biggest barrier. Yeah, and, and you I know, believe that's true of a lot of women. Yeah, absolutely, mothers in particular. But I don't think, mm-hmm. and, and when, it's one reason we do this show, and it's one reason that we do outreach to mothers, is that I don't think we have to car- compartmentalize um, our fantasy versus our motherhood. Like, they can go together. Like, you write about yeah. your kids, and, and then you can instruct your kids through your writing. I mean, you, you can marry your other purposes with your motherhood, and, and, and you're going to bless yeah. your kids by doing so. You ask a question. Why have we let our reality shape our fantasy? We need to let our God-driven fantasies shape our realities, and we can bring that into our mothering. So, so why don't you talk in this last couple minutes uh, about getting to that place of living our whole life and our holy life? How do we get there as mothers? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I wrote a whole book about it. Yeah, so. right. Um, but honestly, when I, when I said that, why we let our reality shape our fantasy, I think back to when I was young, and I want women to think back when they were young and when somebody asked them, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? You know, some kids will answer the most outlandish things. Yeah. You know, they want to... Uh, travel through space. They want to do this or that, these crazy things. And I had these crazy dreams. And I think that my reality, you know, I got a reality check, if you will, you know, and, um, but so it kind of switched where my, um, Kristen, I just got to let you know, we only got about 60 seconds yeah. left. So um, yeah. I, I want to let people know you can find out more from the book. Uh, we're giving a couple mm-hmm. copies away, 303-873-1935. Or if you're you know, listening to us on Saturday, you can uh, let us know via email, channelmom at gmail, that you'd like the book. But Kristen, how do they find the book to hear the rest of that thought you were just expressing? How do they find the book online? Yeah, yeah. well, you can go to moreformombook.com and... You can get it really anywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, local bookstores, but all the links for the major online retailers will be there, more about the books and um, reviews that people have said, um, what they, people have said about the book, and they can find all the information there, moreformombook.com. Awesome. Bless you and your three little girls. Well, they're not all little anymore, are they? Your three <laughs> girls and your husband. Thank you so much for uh, hanging with us today on Channel Mom and, and for those instructive lessons for helping moms get more out of their life. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, take care. Hey, thanks for listening to Channel Mom today. If nobody's thanked you for all you do as a mom, I'm here to thank you for all you do as a mom. God bless you for that. Check us out at ChannelMom.com. You can volunteer with us. You can pray for us. You can donate. You can help us stay on the air and help moms on the ground. God bless you. Have a great weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America, but Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you, and may God bless each mom and her family.